Welcome to the She Illuminates podcast with your host, Shamel Evans. I'm a faith-infused brand strategist and designer for women of faith ready to launch their God-given dreams. I'm also the founder of the She Illuminates community, women owning their light, walking in their faith, accepting their true worth, and embracing their purpose moment by moment. I'm also blessed to be a wife to my high school sweetheart, mom of three boys, and an encourager. To get to know me better, visit ShamelEvans.com. Are you ready to walk in your purpose with clarity and confidence and shine? Let's dive into this week's episode. Hey ladies, welcome back to another episode of the She Illuminates podcast. And today I want to dive into the topic about comparison compromises our calling. You know, we get on the internet and we're flickering through our Instagram feeds and it is so easy for us to get drawn into this attitude of, oh, she's doing this and why I'm not prospering as other people are. And comparison slowly finds its way overtaking our heart to the point not only physically we're stuck, but mentally and spiritually we are stuck comparing, comparing ourselves and our journeys to others. And so today I want us to talk about how we're supposed to keep our eyes on our lane, how we're supposed to just really ground ourselves in God's truth and where he has us specifically in our own journeys. Yes, it is okay for us to go out and see what other people are doing, but we should be celebrating them versus comparing ourselves to them, knowing that God has specifically given each one of us a specific patch for us to cultivate and to mend to. So today I have the pleasure of having Ashley Morgan Jackson on the podcast with us, and it has been such an honor to have her and I have really been wanting to connect with her because she is such an amazing woman of faith who shares her heart her journey and her testimony into the world and she is just a perfect example of a woman shining God's truth and light into the world so Ashley thank you so much for joining us today and would you please share with us a little bit um, about who you are and what you do well, thank you so much for having me. It's an honor to be asked, and this is something that I've struggled with myself, and I think we all do to some degree all struggle with this. So, um, yeah, my name is Ashley, and I my Instagram handle is Ashley Morgan Jackson to differentiate from all the other Ashley Jacksons out there. <laughs> um, but yeah, I am a mom, a stay-at-home mom. I have two little boys. They are almost ten, and the other one just turned six. So I have been really enjoying them a lot lately, and they're fun, and I've been married for almost 11 years. So yeah, we're just, we recently moved to the beach, so we're loving this beach life. That's so good. <laughs> yeah. And um, yeah, it's just, I'm excited to be talking with you about this. Well, thank you so much. So today, I want to really just keep our conversation just, I think, we can grow as women if we're just transparent and honest. And I think today, I just want us both to share our hearts about how we personally dealt with comparison. And yeah. actually, just to begin, I know for me specifically, comparison kind of started to take root in me, um, especially around motherhood. You know, like mm -hmm. after you have yeah. your babies, it is so easy to be like, well, she looks like she makes this so easy and everything is yeah. just flowing for her, you know, and really we see this outside view. We don't know what's going on, going on behind closed doors. But for me, I really struggled with comparison when it came to just learning how to mother 
my boys. You know, there's a lot of different dynamics around that about how you were raised as an individual, but then you come into this, I'm taking care of this human being. You know, how right. do I nurture that? How do I love them? How do I show them God's love? And many times my comparison will shut me down because in those moments when I felt like I failed in motherhood or didn't do something right, I just had all of these bombarded um, just emotions just really causing the fear, the doubt, and all of those negative emotions to surround me. And then as I, as time progresses, as I'm growing in my business and ministry, comparison, it stirs its heads again, because you're like, okay, I need to tend to the home front and I'm comparing myself. But then in business, we do the same thing too. We can look on Instagram or wherever you are socially, and you can specifically be like, why am I so behind the curve in everything <laughs> that I do? Like, seriously, like, it just feels like you're always overwhelmed with just those feelings of emotions. For me, comparison always leaves me stagnated. Like, I, mm-hmm. it's like it sucks out time and energy and resources for you really drilling back and forth to what's your identity, who you are, your identity, yes. what you've been called to do. And it steals you away from being present because you're so caught up on what you didn't do right, what you need to do to look a specific way. But in my personal journey, God has really helped me and I'm still growing. And I say that because you have time and times when comparison wants to come up. But for me, he's just reminded me, first, you have to know who you are in me. Yeah, just know your identity in me and know how I created you. And when you can come from that place where, you know, God has created you uniquely, where as that as a wife, mom or in business, you can start focusing on your specific lane, your specific gift and and try your best to shut down all of those things that are around you. So that's a little bit about, you know like the things that I struggle with when it comes to like motherhood and my business, but I've come to learn that I have to acknowledge that, that it is a shift in just my perspectives about myself, what I'm called to do. And so I just want you to share a little insight about how you've dealt with comparison. Yeah. So same for me. I mean, right out the gate for motherhood as well. I, I, I had a C-section, so I felt like I was a failure. You know, I couldn't breastfeed, so I felt like a failure. You know, there were so many things that I was like, this is what normal right moms do. You know, these are what, if you're right, then this is how you do it. And I was wrong, you know? And so I just felt like it was so easy to basically turn it to self-hatred as well, because there's something wrong with me if I'm not doing it the way that I perceive is the only correct way to do it. And realizing too that, I mean, when it comes to ministry and all these other things that I'm looking at people and I mean, what is that famous quote? I don't know who originally said it, but it's that we are comparing our behind the scenes to everybody else's highlight reel, right? Right. And that is what, what social media is. Like as much as we probably hate it and we want to be, I mean, like someone said to me, I think yesterday, it's like, you know, I'm not taking a selfie of me like stress eating you know like <laughs> right like that's not what we're doing we're like oh look at my little area that's so cute or whatever it is that we're taking a picture of and but we know ourselves and we know what we're struggling with so but we're looking at them like how do they how do they have time for that how do they <laughs> how do they produce all of that what's going on and it is such it i think what you said hits the nail right on the head 
is that it paralyzes us mm-hmm. because we think, well, if I can't be that, then I'm, I can't be anything. Um, if I can't produce that, I can't produce anything. But yeah, I think like I have struggled with this with the Lord and I, I asked him like, Lord, is there any time in the Bible where people struggled with comparison? Mm-hmm. And I happened to be reading at that time um, in John and the Lord is really showing me so much about his relationship with Peter and the intimacy that he really had with mm-hmm. Peter and how Peter failed him over and over again. Right. Right. But there's that part in John 21 where Jesus comes and he is restoring him right after he's betrayed him and all of this. And so they go through the whole thing of, um, do you love me? And he says, you know, I love you, Lord. So he says, then feed my sheep. And they do the whole restoration. And my, the part that the Lord spoke to me though is (laughs) because I really relate to Peter because I'm a little bit, um, just wild sometimes in my thinking and my actions, like do stuff before I think and very emotional. Um, and so anyways, the Lord said, he says to him, feed my sheep. And Peter sees John walking up. And of course, John's referring to himself as the disciple who Jesus loved. And I wonder if that bugged Peter just a little bit. Like, (laughs) right. (laughs) That's weird. Stop saying that. John. (laughs) And, but he says, you know what, Peter, this is what's going to happen to you. This is how you're going to suffer for me. This is your journey. This is what's going to happen. And it's not going to be easy. And, you know, the first thing he does when he sees John walk up is he says, um, Lord, what about him? (laughs) And Jesus answered him, if I want him to remain alive until I return, what is that to you? You follow me. And it just hit me like across the head. Yeah. <laughs> and like all these people that I was looking like, what about that? And blah, 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 you know, and I'm like telling, you know, telling on people to the Lord, because I feel like a lot of times it's like, that's not fair in my head, in my heart. And the Lord basically said, what I'm doing with her is none of your business. It's not. <laughs> yeah. And, and what is that to you? Which is basically what he said. And I felt so much better that this, there was this example of someone that God used mightily for his whole kingdom to be, you know, grown. And here's this guy saying the exact same things that I struggle with, you know? Yeah. And that is, that is so good. And, you know, and I, I love how you bring that point up because it's so easy for us to get stuck in our feelings in our emotions in that second where we have these pity parties and like you said we're crying well why me but when you look at the logistics of what comparison doing it steals it is like stealing our joy it is stealing our peace and it really is stealing us from time that we could actually be serving or we actually (laughs) be showing up exactly where god has us because a lot of times the ladies that I am like really ministering to, you know, everybody's so caught up on my purpose. I'm a purpose. You know, it's not that the fact that I'm saying we shouldn't focus on our purpose, but I think because of society and what we see, we're so stuck on, we have to have this like tangible thought out. Right. This is what I'm supposed to do. When yeah. God is really saying, if you have that intimate relationship with me, just like Peter, like if you have that connection with me, I'm going to show up and ask you to do things 
moment by moment sometimes. And for yeah, me, yeah. I tell myself, it's about showing up in your purpose moment by moment, because just say in this season right now, Ashley, God could be like, focus on your babies, right? Like, focus on really pouring into them, being there, loving on them. So when, from the world's point of view, am I not purposeful? If I'm not doing right. all these outside <laughs> right. things and just think about the comparison, we'll get on social media and just say, if God told me focus on the home front, but I see all these ladies running their businesses and doing this, they have little kids beside them running it really well from what I can see. Right. Your mind and your emotions will start to compare yourself. Well, well why didn't God allow me to be able to do both and do right. this and do that? Right. And so again, we go in this spiral mindset that, we're always constantly judging ourselves with other people. And like, like the lesson Peter just learned, keep your eyes off of everybody else. Right, you know, right. We all have our race to run. We all have a specific patch that God wants to cultivate. But yeah. just think if we will step out of the comparison, we can really tap into the calling that God has on our life by showing up where he specifically put okay. us. And the more, and I'm always like, God, if I tend to this will, if I serve you where you've called me to and humble myself mm. when, according to your appointed time and when I'm ready, you mm. will navigate me to the next step. Right. Because we yes. all so many times we compare ourselves to other people's journey. Like you said, we see the highlight reel, but we don't know what that, that woman's story is. We don't know what her journey is. And yes. we can't fast forward through this, people. That's we right. We can't yes. fast forward. We have to embrace our journey moment and day by day because in that God is building our character. He is clarifying our calling and he's equipping us with all the tools and resources that we need to do for his glory. That's right. That's and it. I say that for his glory because ladies, we got to take ourselves out of, uh, out of this. You know, we can get in these pity parties and it starts becoming about me, me, me. But mm. you have to check your emotions. Say, how am I serving God right now for his glory and what okay. he's called me to do? That's it. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I as I was looking for some verses at this, I mean, at the bottom of comparison is our fear, right? Mm -hmm you know, and that we are afraid that when we look at someone that I'm not good enough. So I'm afraid that I'm never going to be good enough. Right. And, or I'm fearing that I'm not likable or acceptable. Um, or, or sometimes actually I have struggled with this fear, even though I know it's not true that somehow God loves and approves of that other woman mm -hmm. more than me because she's getting something that I've been praying for. Yep. you know and it's just somehow it's like a rejection almost I'm believing I'm getting rejected from God even and I think what you said is is the bottom line we got to take ourselves out of it like this is not our story it's God's story and God can use us in noble ways or ignoble ways you know like amazing bright shining ways or not seen ways at all just like the body as the body of Christ, some things are seen like our eyes, but some parts we cover and they're just as important. And, um, I was looking in the verses of, in Luke nine and the argument that the disciples have about who is the greatest, right? Mm -hmm. and once again, feeling a little bit better that we're not the only ones that right. <laughs> like this. And, you know, he, he brings a little child in front of them and he says to them, Whoever receives this child in my name receives me, and whoever receives me receives him who sent me. For he who is least among you all is the one who is great. 
And how hard is that for us to even wrap our brains around in our society that tells us the greater is the bigger and the better and the more seen and the platform to be able to say, what does it look like for me to become like a child? Right. You know, to purposely, and I, I look at my um, recent six-year-old and he is just himself. <laughs> He's not, right, not looking around, right. you know, it's just, I'm going to be me. <laughs> yeah. Without even concern of like, it doesn't take away from his friend. He loves his friend, but he's mm-hmm. just in his world. And, and how can we be that and be more just purely cheer for other people mm-hmm. and also just purely be ourselves and it, both of them be okay. Yeah. You know? Yes. And I love how you said, be okay. Like give ourselves permission to say it is okay to celebrate others. Yeah. You know, even if you're, if that's something you desire, just say, God, you're blessing my sister, my brother in Christ. Right. And in, in due season in your time. And if it's your will, I will walk in that. You know what I mean? And that's what we have to And one of the tips I want to encourage ladies when we're talking about comparison and, you know, how it compromises our calling, you have to be in God's word. Mm -hmm. You have to know this truth because we we are operating in a spiritual realm. So Mm -hmm. we know the enemy will trigger this comparison. He will trigger all of these fears and doubt. So you have to keep God's word in front of you and realize that all of us have our own unique journeys, our stories, our makeup, but he specifically created us in that way so that we all are a body together that we get to go out and do his will and his calling and one of the things that god has been working with me when i because when you think about the issues that we deal with in life you got to get to the root cause of it and i think a lot of times when we think about comparison we just we just tap the surface of it but you Mm. for me it's like you got to get to the root and god said okay shamel it's time for you to unmask the fears mm-hmm. and the doubt yeah, because it's the fears and the doubt that allows you that stirs this comparison. So that's if good. you will pluck up this root and get to the root of it, you will want acknowledge when it surfaced and how to nip it in the bud. Okay. And so for me, I had to learn to unmask the fear a fear around control. You know what I mean? Because yeah. many times if it doesn't look the way I think it should or perceived it's like, it, it tests your faith. you like, are you, you're trying to lead your own self? Or are you going to lean on God? So for mm-hmm. me, I had to really look into, okay, what's driving the fear? And that's the fear of the unknown. It's the fear of um, not being enough. You know, right, the right. fear of I'm doing all this stuff. And what if it doesn't pan out? Right. <laughs> you know? Yes. You know, like, I'm going to always fail. There are moments where I'm like, God, is there going to ever be a moment when this seed sprout in this child? Like I'm right. praying, you know? And God tells me, Shamel, I'm pouring seeds in you. And sometimes they're not sprouting when I want them to. Yeah. You know? And so he's like, but I'm still giving you grace and I'm still giving you mercy. So for me, when I, when I have those moments of comparison, especially when it's like, because as a business owner, I do a lot of posting and stuff on Instagram. I have to be mindful. And when I feel that spirit want to rise with that comparison, I have to put that phone down and be like, okay. Let's acknowledge this fear and this doubt that's starting to spin and let's get to the root of it. Really look at your identity in Christ. Who did God call you to be? What has he already given you on your plate right now? Like your calling is what's on your plate right now. How are you serving in that capacity? And if you will come come to a place where you will celebrate, humble yourself where God has you right now, then it shifts your attitude. It shifts your perspective to now I'm going from comparison to now I'm going to celebrate where I am 
And mm. then I'll celebrate my fellow sister and brother in Christ and say, you know what, God, whatever their journey is, I praise you for where they are and what you're doing. And I'm yeah. trusting and having this heart of expectancy that when it's my turn to move wherever you say, I will be prepared for it. That's right. That's so good. Such a good way and perspective. And I think it's really wise. And I think this is something like if we're going to give like a tip sometimes, mm-hmm. it's good to just put your phone down. <laughs> You know, I think I'm the same way. Like, why am I torturing myself? Yeah. I'm in a funky place and I'm just like, so you stay there all day long. (laughs) Yes. So, you know, if you're feeling that way, just do like what she said. You just put your phone down for a while and go talk to the Lord about it rather than just staying in that Mm -hmm. gross feeling because the enemy will use it over and over again over and over again so actually i just want to ask you quickly so we're sharing with the ladies just personal insight from comparison so are there any specific ways in your own journey have you overcome it or like day-to-day little things outside like we said put the phone down are there any additional tools or little quick things that women can do to acknowledge the comparison and if you have like a word of encouragement help them to push through those moments when they feel like comparing themselves to other people yeah i think the first thing is do not tolerate condemnation over yourself you know because you are allowed to want to dream you are allowed to want to build and and i was just talking and about John 15 yesterday, you know, if we remain in the vine, we will bear much fruit and it's to the father's glory. So if we want to bear much fruit, that's a good thing. And Mm -hmm. so just keep wanting that and keep striving um, in him for that and not in our flesh. Right. Um, But the enemy of course is going to be, do anything he can to get that much fruit from happening in our own lives. Mm -hmm. And we want to remain in him. I think that's the number one thing is, you know, when anxiety and all that comes and I deal with it on a regular basis to just, I was just talking to him about this a few minutes ago. Like, you know, we present our requests to him and then let his peace come. You know, I think doing that deep work, what you were talking about, ask ourselves, what is really going on here? Mm-hmm. What? fear does the Lord want to address? Because so many people just want to keep running and never want to understand why Mm -hmm. they do the patterns that they do. So I think what you said in that is so, so important. I honestly cannot look at a lot of other people's stuff. And I have beat myself up about that a little bit because I feel like it's not as encouraging and supportive as I would want to be with everybody. But I've found that if I spend too much time staring at other people's lanes, I tend to start drifting out of my own. (laughs) (laughs) And that's, and you know what, there's a powerful, powerful truth in that, Ashley, you recognize that in yourself, like, even though our minds want to say, oh, that's selfish, you're not supporting this woman or whoever in a way, but you recognize for you, I need to slow down and not be everywhere so that Mm -hmm. I can focus. And there will be times in our lives that God really calls us to do that. And we have to be okay with that. Mm -hmm. We seriously have to step back. And I want to piggyback on what you said about bearing fruit. So you shared about how more, when we bear fruit, just continue, more fruit is coming. But I also want people to realize that 
during our process, God may prune away. <laughs> Amen. Because we always talk about, oh, God's going to give, he's going to give. But what if God slows you down? Because when we talk about that deeper inner work and like that self-discovery of where this comparison come from, God may be having you right on track to prune away at some of these fears and these doubts. And so if we're so tightly fist closed off, like I don't want to do the work, you know, <laughs> and we're scared to open that dialogue with God, we're going to miss out. We That's sit there and say, God, show me my purpose. Help me. I want to do all these things. But God is like, do you really want to do the work? Because where wow. I want to take you, baby, we got to get you prepared for it. That's it. That so is so we have to slow down. And I have to remind myself, even in the proning, the uncomfortable, I have to learn to celebrate that. I have to learn to embrace it with mm. my teeth closed and smiling as hard <laughs> as I can. I, I literally have to remind myself that if God has called me to this uncomfortable state, there yeah. is a pruning taking place. Because when we know about when you prune at branches, is going to bear more fruit. That's it. That's it. And it's so always for the good of us, even though it hurts. <laughs> it hurts, but it's for the good of us. So in those moments, ladies, when you feel this comparison, don't get stuck sitting there in that state of like scrolling through or just dredging on what this person have, what you want. Take a minute, push pause, get to your knees and pray, but then ask God reveal to you what he wants you to really know about comparison. What is the root cause of it? And then welcome that, that moment or that season of the pruning, because knowing that when we prune away, God is developing our character. He's revealing to us things that he does not want us to keep taking with us. Because if we're going to walk in our calling if we're going to walk in his anointing power we have to have vessels that are ready that's to right do that. and mm -hmm. so for me that is the big takeaway is just stopping in that track and letting go and saying okay i'm going to overcome this emotion i'm not going to stay stuck here but i'm going to mm -hmm. do something about it and ladies when we do that inner work and when we give ourselves permission to do that and stop focusing on other people, it allows us to celebrate not only others, but ourselves, like to celebrate the progress that you're making. You know, there's moments where I'm like, motherhood isn't too bad. Like I had a really <laughs> crappy day yesterday, but they still love me, <laughs> you know? Right. Like it really allows you to take a moment, like you said, to sit in that peace. And just say, God, I thank you for this overwhelming peace of where you have me right now and where you've called me to be. And for me, Ashley, that's abundance. That is really experiencing God's abundance when we can soak in just that goodness that he has for us right now. Yeah, so good. So good. And one other little thing I just add at the end, just because this is something I've recently learned, mm -hmm. is to kind of define what success is for you, not what's success is for someone else. Because if we just go off of a definition of they look successful, so that's what I'm supposed to be. Right. So maybe success for us is living in peace and then we're successful, you yep. know? So really doing the work in that way as well. Like what am I going to define as success? And then when you hit that, you know. <laughs> that is so good. And you guys definitely take time to do that because I hear a lot of times that many of us ladies particularly we don't take time to do that we don't really take time to invest in the inner work we're so busy doing everything else and working off a presumption of what things are supposed to be yeah. you really have to ask yourself what does success look like for me yeah. what does it mean to walk in god's abundance what is how is abundance defined for me in my life or in this season and yeah. when you can define that guess what you can take ownership of that 
And when you take ownership of that, that is the fuel that's going to ignite your heart to push through when those moments when those emotions surface so when you feel that comparison starting to kind of want to show his face you can stop it in his track and say you know what i know what success looks like for me kudos to her or him or what they're doing but i'm going to keep my eyes in my on my lane and i'm going to run my race until god tells me to navigate somewhere differently and just keep showing up right where he has me that's so good yes Totally agree with that. (laughs) So, Ashley, I've really enjoyed our conversation. Before we hop off, I just want you to share with the ladies how you shine it forward because She Illuminates is all about just connecting women of faith and how we show up in God's truth and light daily because I'm all about taking action on his word. So for you specifically, how do you shine it forward every day? Well, of course, I try to really pray and focus on my children and my family and really focusing on discipling them first and foremost, because I think I'm going to be most held accountable for them. (laughs) Um, But then I also share on Instagram primarily every day, um, writing a little, usually it's whatever God's raking me over the coals over, let's be honest. (laughs) And just I, I use the hashtag walking reflections because I just, it's a reflections of me walking with him and what that looks like on the day to day. And so those are like my two primary things that I focus on and involved in some other speaking things at church and different things like that. But um, most of all, I just want to know God and I want to tell others how they can know God. <laughs> so good. And girl, you shining. And so keep doing that. And for those who may not follow you on Instagram or other social media handles, can you share with them how they can connect with you? Yeah. So my Instagram is at ashley.morgan.jackson. And my Facebook page is Ashley Morgan Jackson blog. And my Twitter is Ashley M. Jackson, but let's be honest, that's just there because I have to have it and I don't really use it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you guys, I definitely will add all of her links to the show notes. So if you want to connect with Ashley, and I highly recommend that you do because I enjoy following her and just getting those words of wisdom. And truly, Ashley, it is about reflecting who we are in Christ because you just never know who needs that That just that glimpse of truth that you're sharing and the transparency for us to say, I'm not the only one dealing with this. So you keep shining and you keep just doing what God has called you to do. And thank you so much for joining us. And ladies, I just hope that this message has been such a blessing to you. And please share out to your friends because we want to be women of faith who are keeping our eyes on God and showing up exactly what God has called us to do. So you guys keep shining and we'll talk to you next time. Are you ready to find clarity around your purpose and transform your vision into action? Join me for the six-week She Emerges Intensive which includes one-on-one mentoring and strategy. Together, we will get clear on your why, core desired feelings, and who you want to serve well. We will formulate a faith-infused plan of action that includes laying out your monthly intentions and weekly tasks. Walk away with clarity, guidance, and support to take the next bold step of faith in your calling on God's terms. Schedule your free clarity call today at shamelevans.com forward slash she emerges.